Welcome to the Garden Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Saccaroli. Hey guys, thanks for tuning again. I am so excited about this episode. Uh, this episode that is recorded, uh, this is actually my first interview and the first episode that we did an interview. And it is with a friend of mine, Rachel Sunley Wosicki. And Rachel and I, we've just been getting to know each other um, just a little bit more specifically this past year. Um, we've known each other for a few years, um, but we've been intentional this past year just connecting about women's ministry and just really getting to know each other. But Rachel, is a gem of a woman honestly if you get to know Rachel you're gonna love her Uh, she loves Jesus she loves people and she's got some incredible passions that when she talks about she just lights up a room so in this interview we talked about those passions of hers which include of course Jesus and also holistic health and also our identity as women Um, we dive into her story we dive into about as women how can we find our identity not in the ways that the world tells us to find it but in the way that Christ asks us to find it. And we just cover a whole lot of information. So um, honestly, this is just really a sweet recording and a sweet conversation between two friends. Um, We're just talking, we're laughing, we're having a good time. And I know for me personally, this conversation was just so fulfilling. So I really believe in my heart that you're gonna be just as encouraged, that you're gonna come away from this conversation feeling uplifted, feeling encouraged, feeling inspired to be the woman that God is calling you to be. So I hope you thoroughly enjoy this conversation with my sweet friend, Rachel Sunley Wosicki. Okay, well, hey, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my little apartment and, yeah, for doing this. this I'm excited. Yeah. You're, I appreciate you asking oh me to be gosh. here. I'm so excited. You're my first interview, so I'm really nervous, excited, but grateful that you decided to come. So, um, why don't you tell, you know, our listeners who you are, what you do, just a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Rachel Sunley hyphen Wasicki. Um, I kept my maiden name in terms of like who I am online, just because no one will find me if I'm under <laughs> Rachel Wasicki. <Yeah. laughs> but, um, what I do, I mean, I am a wife, I am a fur mama. I am a Christ lover and um, I'm a health coach, Mm -hmm. very focused on health and wellness. And then I just started working with my husband at his uh, local gym. So, you know, you do all the things. You wear many hats as a woman. Mm -hmm. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Um, But yeah, I mean, my my heart is definitely all about health, wellness, Mm -hmm. and Jesus. So. Mm Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So Rachel and I met through a mutual friend and um, just getting to know her heart, you know, especially for health and wellness. I feel like that's something that like whenever I think of Rachel, I think of that, which is like so awesome, you know, but why don't you share um, specifically about that? Like, like what got you into it and what's your story? And yeah, so I mean, how far back do you want to go? Let's... As far as you want. It's <laughs> up to you. I mean, really, I feel like it's so interesting how just different things happen in your life. I really do think that God uses all things for his good. Um, and it. I feel like most people in health and wellness usually start with some sort of their own health mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely my story. Um, but I'll take it back even when I was a child. I mean, I grew up. Um, was overweight and definitely dealt with some uh, low self-esteem based off of, you know, kids can be cruel. (laughs) And 
uh, came home one day to my mom and she taught me all about like counting calories, mm-hmm. which definitely mm-hmm. isn't the best approach for a 12 year old girl. Yeah. Um, but you know, my mom only knew what she knew and, um, she was very much into diet culture mm-hmm. and that's what I quickly picked up on mm-hmm. and started counting calories and Mm-hmm. Over that summer, I felt like, I mean, I lost all the weight mm-hmm. just by being very particular on what I was eating. And I was getting so many compliments from family and friends mm-hmm. about how, you know, I lost weight and I was, mm-hmm. you know, looking good. And that, I think, really messes with you mm-hmm. um, as a young girl. So I became really hyper-focused on my weight mm-hmm. and making sure I was thin because that's what was acceptable. Right. And, um, fast forward, I mean, I was always passionate about fitness because my father was, mm-hmm. uh, we had a gym in our basement and I always loved how I felt after mm-hmm. working out with him. So I knew that like fitness was something I was always going to want to do. I loved being active. Um, so that's like my childhood story, mm-hmm. but fast forward the years, um, when I was 16, Definitely not living necessarily a healthy lifestyle. I mean, I still was like the calorie counter, but mm-hmm. I was the calorie counter on eating processed packaged <laughs> foods, so I wasn't necessarily the healthiest person. Um, but my family went through something really difficult losing my dad, and I lost my dad to suicide in 2002, and it was a couple weeks before Father's Day, a few weeks before my 17th birthday, and that changed my entire trajectory. Mm-hmm. I always thought I would go to school to be either a teacher or um, something in the sports space. I loved sports. I loved fitness. I was definitely a tomboy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that changed everything because I couldn't understand why my dad would do something like that. And that became my number one priority was understanding why Mm -hmm. someone would do something like, and that's a question I ask myself every day like Mm -hmm. why do people do what they do when they know what they know Mm -hmm. it's like the number one thing I research all the Mm -hmm. time I'm Mm -hmm. obsessed with human behavior Mm -hmm. and human optimization and that really led me to study psychology Mm -hmm. so um, my undergrad was in psychology and I thought for sure I'd be in clinical psych or counseling psych but I discovered health psychology and that like Mm -hmm. really lit up Mm -hmm. because it combined all of my passions. I was passionate about health. I was passionate about fitness. Um, I worked out with my dad. So just like I held on to that, um, and took a year off after studying psych, realized, you know, I didn't want to be in the clinical psych space because quite honestly, I took it home with me. It was really hard, um, dealing with people with mental health challenges and, um, the red tape behind it. And, not necessarily seeing people get better in that type, well, I guess the way that it was structured Mm -hmm. um, in that type of setting. So took a year off, discovered public health Mm -hmm. and health behavior and helping people live a healthier lifestyle and preventing mental health disease and Mm -hmm. preventing chronic disease through diet and lifestyle. And I thought, yes, this is like right up my alley. Um, if we can keep people healthy and happy mm-hmm. to where they don't get to a point where they're sick or mm-hmm. ill, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, 
that's the space I want to be in. It was more happy. It was more like we get Mm -hmm. to see the success. We get to see the change quite quickly, actually, within four, eight, 12 weeks to Mm -hmm. see people have a different mindset and just feel better and have more energy. And I thought, this is it. This is for sure it. Um, But I didn't want to work in the corporate setting. I always had that entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. backbone. Like Mm -hmm. I thought for sure I was opening a business health and wellness space for women. Mm-hmm. And that just led me to become a personal trainer, opened my first business in 2011, was mm-hmm. training brides, getting them ready for their wedding mm-hmm. in a very holistic way. And um, I mean, I've been doing that ever since, just working either as a health coach or mm-hmm. um, a personal trainer. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um It'll always be a part of my life in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got to tell you, it's coming full circle because God has put, again, mental health and emotional health on my heart because it seems like these days that every single person that I talk to is either struggling or Mm -hmm. has gone through depression, anxiety, overwhelm, stress, and that's where my heart is right now. Yeah. So... And I know, and Jesus is a big part of that mm-hmm. because even going through my own battles, mm-hmm. he has been there. Like right. he is the only thing that has got me through besides of course, like taking care of myself right. and making sure that I do show up and take care of myself and not just lay on the couch, right. yeah. um, and sulk. Yeah. And, um, I know that's a long story, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, just going through so many health challenges. I didn't even share, you know, the fact mm. that I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I didn't even get there. Mm. Um, but that was after college. Um, and that really led me to study, like, using food as medicine mm. and mm-hmm. um, just living a more natural lifestyle. Yeah. I was complete. I was you know, an achiever. Right. I was, I'm an achiever. Right. I'm an Enneagram mm-hmm. 3. Like, <laughs> full stop, just... Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. And mm-hmm. if I don't check myself or mm-hmm. if I don't be careful, I can easily burn myself out. Right. Because it's just the worker in me. It's the mm-hmm. achiever in me. Mm-hmm. I was the, you know, 4.0 student, needed to be the president of all the things, <laughs> needed to raise the most money at the fundraisers, yeah. needed to do all the things perfect. Yeah. And knowing what I know now, I know it stems back from my father Mm. leaving Mm -hmm. and not feeling like I was enough. Mm. So whether it's going through therapy to discover that or just studying other people and why they do what they do, I've learned why I do what I do. And that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So understanding my identity in Christ Mm -hmm. and who Christ tells me I am and who I am in Jesus, Mm -hmm. that is, has been transformational Mm -hmm. in terms of understanding that I am enough. Right. And on those days where I struggle with that, Mm because, you know, it's a lifelong journey, um, I always have to come back to that of who God says I am. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's a long story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. that's why I'm so passionate about just holistic health, like looking at the whole person, their Mm -hmm. mind, their body, their spirit. Everything plays a role, and I truly believe that we cannot be the women that we were called to be if we do not take care of ourselves. 
We have to. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean we have to take bubble baths every right. night or go get our nails done. And it doesn't have to be that yeah. like glamorous self-care yeah. lifestyle with the candles and the oils and so all funny. the things. Yeah. Like it's not even about that. It's just, you know, yeah. waking up and taking that 10 minutes to be in the word and right. taking some deep breaths and just really. Yeah putting ourselves first mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, not Definitely. always. We right. have our seasons, right. but um, just making sure that we really are caring for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We take that Sabbath. We right. we rest so that right. when God calls us, mm-hmm. we are we have the energy to do mm-hmm. what he is calling us to Definitely. do. So that's why I love health and yeah. wellness. I think it fits in it's important. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I love it. You like touched on so <laughs> much and I'm like trying to keep in my head like, oh, that's good. That's good. But as you were talking earlier, because you were talking about um, your story as a little girl, I wrote down identity and then mm-hmm. you just brought it up. So I think that we should bring that up right now. Um, and I guess maybe you could share like how has God um, like changed your identity, like Mm -hmm. from who you once were to who you Mm -hmm. are now in Christ. Um, maybe just share a little bit about that. Absolutely. Well, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was broke and I was broken. Mm -hmm. And that is like the best way I could describe it. I was financially struggling. I was emotionally, mentally, and physically a mess, Mm -hmm. even though I weighed the least I've ever weighed and I had the abs and I had all the muscles and, you know, my physical appearance might have looked healthy. Mm -hmm. I was just mentally, emotionally, financially, everything was broken Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a great relationship. Like, you know, I was dating the man that I'm married to now. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't an issue. It just was, I was so unhappy with myself. Like it didn't matter how much I weighed Mm -hmm. it. And I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. Like you look good, you make money Mm -hmm. and you're going to be, you know, successful, you know, everything that the world tells you, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't, I was so unhappy and it didn't matter how much weight I lost. It didn't matter how confident I felt in a Mm -hmm. bikini or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Like I just, my heart still had a hole that was missing. I never fully dealt with my dad's death. Mm -hmm. I just covered it up with Mm -hmm. work Mm -hmm. and all in pursuit of the perfect body and the perfect job and Mm -hmm. the perfect man Mm -hmm. and, you know, just pursuing all of that instead of pursuing Christ. Mm -hmm. And when I gave my life to Jesus, everything changed. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. And especially when I was in his word, Mm -hmm. because that's when I got to really soak up his truth of what he says, (laughs) because the world's going to tell you otherwise. And even if I'm only in the word for 15, 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm still 23 and a half hours outside outside of it. Mm -hmm. Or at least when I'm awake, the, the, you know, the 20 hours Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. no, not even that. (laughs) I, yeah, I, I she do sleep. sleep guys. I do yeah. sleep. Um, eight, eight or at least eight hours. That's so funny. Terrible math. Um, I hate math, so you're okay. I'm surprised I caught that. <laughs> I know, right? That's so funny. Oh my god, sixteen hours. Yeah, I could do math, but still, you know, in just reading his word and 
soaking that up mm-hmm. and being around other believers and filling my head mm-hmm. with truth. Right. I think that's the best way to describe it. Like listening to music that music mm-hmm. that speaks truth, listening right. to podcasts, reading books, mm-hmm. everything that is soaked up in truth yep. is what I needed. Yep. Because it was the complete opposite yep. prior to giving my life mm-hmm. to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And your beliefs, I mean, mm-hmm. are going to stem from everything that right. you're soaking up, not just what happened in your childhood and mm-hmm. because obviously that's important, but um you know, because we can we can rewire yeah. our brains. Yeah. We can amazing. um I know that's why I'm obsessed mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with psychology <laughs> and and really just working with women to just change that mindset. Yeah. And our beliefs also change based off of our actions. Right. Yeah. It's not just what we think. Right. Um, it's <clears throat> truly what we live out. Yeah. And that'll change our own beliefs. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I Could actually you, have yeah. so many verses yeah. <laughs> that here's, here is how. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and I got this actually recently and I wrote down every single verse and it's all on identity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you just read these to yourself every single day mm-hmm. over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you do start to believe them. Yeah. And especially if you start acting as if mm-hmm. you believe them, yeah. you believe them even more. Yeah. Oh, wow. So true. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, mm-hmm. this is this is identity, right? It's Jeremiah thirty one three. You are beloved. First John three one. You are a child of God. Zephaniah three seventeen. God delights in you. First Peter two twenty four. You are forgiven. Isaiah one eighteen. You are washed clean. Galatians five one. You are set free. That the chains are broken off. First mm-hmm. Corinthians six nineteen. You are a home for the Holy Spirit. Romans 8.15, you are adopted into God's family. Mm-hmm. Romans 8.17, you are co-heirs with Christ. You have an inheritance. 2 Corinthians 5.21, you are righteous. 1 Corinthians 6.11, you are set apart for a purpose. That is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 1 Peter 2.9, you are chosen. Deuteronomy 31.8, you are never alone. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I speak over women mm-hmm. all the time because mm-hmm. isolation is a true mm-hmm. thing these days. Yeah. You are never alone. Um, Ephesians 2.7, you are God's masterpiece. Psalm 139, you are wonderfully made. Joshua 1.7, you are strong and courageous. 2 Corinthians 3.12, you are bold. Psalm 18, you are guaranteed victory. Jeremiah 29.11, your future is secure. Colossians 2.10, you are made whole and complete in the name of Jesus. And these are only a handful. Right. Yeah. Just a taste of <laughs> this what is God just has. a taste yeah. of what God says about you. Right. So before we go and listen to what diet culture mm-hmm. or the world tells us we are as women, we need to listen to who our like what our father says about yeah, us. Amen. Because that's awesome. truth. Yeah. So that's how my identity has changed. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. reading his truth right. and soaking up his right. truth. It's right. the only way because 
again, I can I can exercise, I can eat all the right foods, mm. I can, you know, take deep breaths and take those bubble baths and inhale all the orange essential oil in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't believe what is true about my own identity, yeah. you just don't feel you don't feel right. Right. <laughs> Definitely. And I think, I feel like we've talked about this before, just in like our own conversations and, um, especially battling like with mental health. Like, mm-hmm. cause I mean, like I've shared my struggles, you've had your struggles mm-hmm. and even just having like that, that firm constant, I mean, that is what truth is. Like it's never changing. It is what it is, but having that firm rock that God gives us through his word it's like that is what got that's what's gotten me through my darkest of times is like mm-hmm. knowing like you know all these lies are going through my head and and all these different struggles but yet knowing what God says and recognizing that you know what what's going through my mind is a lie from the devil who hates me mm-hmm. but I know what God's voice is and I feel like just I mean obviously as people it's like and as women it's like we need to have um, like you're saying, like truth in our hearts and our minds constantly, because unfortunately the world that we live in is always throwing lies at us. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there like, as you work with women and obviously being your woman yourself and everything, have you noticed, um, maybe like a specific lie or, um, maybe something within our identity that we, that a lot of women struggle with? Like, is there something that you've noticed? Oh yes. Yeah. I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy. I'm not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not skinny enough. The whole enough mm-hmm. is like the number one thing. Yeah. I'm not smart enough or, of course, comparing ourselves to others. Right. Like, she's better. Mm-hmm. This person's better. Mm-hmm. You know, and it all goes back to I'm not enough. Right. And then I think even when it comes to self-sabotage, I see this all the time. Mm-hmm. Women sabotaging their own personal health wellness, success, whatever, um, just being happy because they, Mm -hmm. again, don't feel enough or they're not worthy of fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy of love. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy of peace. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy of feeling calm in the midst of chaos. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, so I I feel like it's the, I'm not enough and I'm not worthy Mm -hmm. are the two that I see all the time. Yeah. Do you have any, like, practical tips? Like, because I, I mean, as you're talking about it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like, that's that's something I've battled with. I know, mm-hmm. you know, a myriad of people who have struggled with that lie constantly. Um, do you have any practical tips? Like, obviously, reading the Word, spending time with God, but anything else that you can, you know, give our listeners if they're struggling with that? that yeah, they take those so steps? obviously, I mean, reading the Word <laughs> the number one, right, yeah. spending time there. But I think, too, it's not just reading the word. It's pulling out those verses and speaking truth mm. over yourself right, yeah. daily. Mm. So it's not just, you know, spending time in mm-hmm. the Gospels. It's it's really the thing that you are struggling with. You need to pull out those verses mm-hmm. that speak that truth mm-hmm. and speak it over yourself daily. Mm-hmm. Because, again... I don't know, the whole thing in the, you know, modern world right now, like speaking affirmations, I think it's just speaking truth. Yeah. And, and really, you know, you can read a a verse that says, you know, I, you know, you are beloved, Mm -hmm. but change it. I am, Mm -hmm. I am right. Like speak those 
words and then fill in the blank with truth of what God says about you. That's one thing that you'll start to believe it the Mm -hmm. more that you speak it. Right, definitely. And the more, that again, that you live it out. Right. Um, I would say that's one thing. And then being around people Mm. who also Mm. speak truth, because Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but the times that I've struggled in my life, whether it was with body image or eating Mm -hmm. or um, feeling down and out, Mm -hmm. you have to kind of think about who you're surrounding Mm. yourself with. Yeah. Because you you become the company you Mm -hmm. keep. Right. Yep. You might not be the company you keep. Like they say you are the company you keep, mm. but you definitely become the company right. you keep. Yeah. So being very mindful of who you're spending mm. your time with. Yeah. And what are they saying about them themselves? Mm. Because mm. that definitely, I, I look back at the times when I adopted, you know, disordered eating and I was around those mm. women mm-hmm. who were also you know, eating a couple pretzel sticks and calling it a day (laughs) because they kept saying those negative things that Mm. I'm, I'm too fat, my thighs jiggle. And you're like looking at them and they have this, you know, they might even be more thin or fit than you. And you're like, well, oh my God, she, she says that about herself. Like, what Mm. am I? Mm. So that's a, that's a practical tip. And then what media are you consuming mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Whether that's social media mm-hmm. and the images that you're looking at, the magazines that you're reading, mm-hmm. um, being very mindful of that because mm-hmm. you do start to think that that is reality mm-hmm. when in reality, social media is nothing more than a highlight reel. Right. Yep. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't post too many pictures where I look like crap. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know somebody should start doing that though. <laughs> there are accounts that do that. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. There are accounts that, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, I don't know, overweight and right. posting pictures of yourself right. in your underwear. I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily <laughs> the best thing either. Mm. But, you know, just look, normalizing life. Yeah. When people talk about their challenges mm-hmm. and they're real about yep. it. Yep. You know, follow those people, right. not people who have like the perfect everything, right. or at least as it appears, yeah. that don't talk about the mess or show you the mess in their closet right. or, yeah. you know, talk about something that they're struggling with right now. Right. Because I might have pretty pictures, but my captions are definitely like, this is what I'm probably right. struggling with right now. Yeah. Yep. Because nobody's life is perfect. Right. Yeah. You know, the grass is never greener on the other side. The grass is green where you water it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being mindful of the media that you consume. Yeah. Um, those would be three tips, yeah. I would say. No, that's awesome. That's, like, super helpful, and I'm sure somebody will, you know, because that's, that's what's so funny, too, about even following God and, like, finding the life that he has for us. It's so simple. Like, it's so simple to, like, the choices that we need to make and, you know, rejecting certain things, but like, it's hard because, you know, our flesh wants Mm -hmm. the easy way and it's all about being intentional. Like you brought up this word when we weren't recording, um, but being so intentional and mindful about 
the choices that you make and I feel like at first it seems really overwhelming because somebody can hear that and be like oh like I have to change all these things in my life but it starts somewhere mm -hmm. and I feel like the more that you tackle intentionality in one area of your life then God gives you the grace to move on to another area of our life mm -hmm. and then even like as believers um you know God it's like he never wanted us to just you know, invite him in, you know, onto Sundays and just during our Bible time. It's like he wants to invade our life every single moment of every single day and really living the life that he's calling us to live in that abiding, like, presence with him. Mm -hmm. And, like, and as we do that, like, he gives us that strength and that intentionality to be like, hey, like, turn off that show. Oh, okay, God, like, hey, like, listen to this. Okay, God, like, you know, and yes. obviously it's not... You know, it's that communion that we're living with him. But, um, but yeah, even just that. Uh, it is so yeah. easy yeah. to drown out the Holy Spirit. Oh, gosh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is so easy mm. to not pay attention, listen, mm. or hear. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's... It sounds crazy, but I'm hoping maybe it doesn't sound as crazy to <laughs> believers. Yeah. But there was one time that I've heard God's whisper. Mm -hmm. And it's because I was silent. Mm -hmm. I was meditating on God's word. I was in a tiny little room, mm -hmm. just eyes closed, mm -hmm. deep breaths, and the tiniest whisper was, be still, my child, and I will guide you. Mm -hmm. Because I was so frustrated mm -hmm. with where am I going in my life? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do you want me, God? Yeah. You know, like just <laughs> crying out. Yeah. Where should I go? Because mm -hmm. I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I am a dreamer. Mm -hmm. I am shiny object syndrome. Like, <laughs> yeah. seriously, it's so hard. And that is something that I have struggled with so much. Mm -hmm. And I get so frustrated with myself because I want to know mm -hmm. where am I going? Right. Light the path before me. Yeah. Let me run right. on it. Just show me and I'll run. Yeah. Like, but it's like, yeah. I feel like God, it's God, I think has this great sense of humor. Yeah. And I feel like because I'm like that, it's almost like he takes so much time to reveal where I need to go <laughs> yeah. because he's like, be patient. My time. Yep. It's my time. Yep. <laughs> I tell you when to run. Right. And you're like, oh, yep. I just want to run, but I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where you want me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the point of that. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I guess, I mean, this is all, like, super awesome. So I have one more question I want to ask you. Is mm -hmm. there anything else you want to share, though, before? Um, anything else that's on your heart? or? Um. You know, one thing that's really, again, that's been on my heart lately is just women really struggling with anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. loneliness, letting stress get the best of them. Mm -hmm. And I really just want them to know that they are not alone, that so many women, even believers, mm -hmm. are struggling too. Yeah. And you need to get into community. Yes. You need to be in community with people who think the way that you do mm -hmm. in terms of your values, yes, yeah. <laughs> but someone who's going to just be open and honest and say, you know what, I've either struggled with that or I'm currently walking through that mm -hmm. too, 
it's a season mm -hmm. and and just getting with people who again can lift you up yeah. and can hold you up and can just be there yeah. for you because the worst thing you can do and this is what the enemy loves to do mm -hmm. is make you feel like you are crazy you mm -hmm. are you know you are worthless mm -hmm. you should just stay at home today mm -hmm. and not go to church mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. why be around a bunch of happy people when you're miserable <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i've heard that line before <laughs> you know yeah like yeah you don't belong there mm -hmm. you know you're depressed mm -hmm. like all of those things that you even tell yourself you right. start to believe is true right um so just surround yourself with other people connect join a community group um if you can't because of your schedule, I know there's a lot of busy women, a lot of busy moms. Yeah. Maybe they have babies and toddlers that they're caring for. There are so many opportunities to connect online these yeah. days. And although it's not the same as like being face-to-face, -face, yeah. you can join a Zoom group mm -hmm. and you get to see their faces. Yeah, and cool. even though you can't give them a hug, you can give them a virtual hug. Yeah. And even connecting in those Facebook groups or Zoom online chat yeah. forums and yeah. small groups when your baby's sleeping or mm -hmm. on your lap, like just connect yeah, with other people mm -hmm. because the devil himself, he wants to isolate you. Yeah. And um, that would be the only thing that's really on my heart yeah. these days is just getting into community and yeah. um, surrounding yourself with yeah believers that's awesome that's so good I mean such a great reminder and yeah we were made for community and exactly like just do something mm -hmm. like figure it out and God will be faithful like, mm -hmm. he'll provide like you know he provides for all of our needs no matter what they are so there's actually one other thing on my yeah. heart <laughs> I love it go for it you can talk as much as you that want that I have to share because yeah. I saw this the other day on social media and yeah. I was like oh my gosh mm -hmm. yes speaking my language there was a picture um there's this there's a few um instagram accounts that i follow about like anxiety healing and because i you know struggle and definitely not like i used to but mm -hmm. i didn't even realize i had anxiety yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> i just you know i'm the achiever i'm the go 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 like right. i don't pay attention mm -hmm. i just think like i'm high strung <laughs> I, i'm not anxious yeah. Yeah. but no when it started to actually debilitate my life mm -hmm. and turn into serious like panic attacks wow. um so now I follow these accounts because I find them to be very helpful to remind myself yeah. of certain things like slowing down and mm -hmm. taking deep breaths but the other day this account shared a picture um where it's like oh I hurt my back and all of your friends and family they bring you flowers and oh my god can I help you don't pick that up mm -hmm. and you know if anything physical that people can see they're there for you whereas it's like I'm depressed mm -hmm. silence mm -hmm. no one is reaching out to me everybody thinks like well something's up with Rachel today you know she's just like mm -hmm. quiet and like <laughs> isolating herself and no one reaches out yeah so as believers and people, like, let can we get rid of the mm -hmm. stigma mm -hmm. attached to mental health? Yeah. And if someone is feeling anxious mm -hmm. or overwhelmed or depressed, that this is a this is a physiological and psychological problem. It's not just a heart issue. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 
you need something beyond prayer. You need practical tips. You need to work with a counselor who can walk you through that and help you. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to get help. It's okay. And and, and as believers, if you have family or friends that you've noticed just aren't really themselves, Mm -hmm. say something. And it doesn't even have to be, oh, I've noticed. It's... How you doing? Right. Are you okay? Yeah. And getting rid of that stigma. Yeah. So that's, that's so been on my heart too. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. That's really awesome. Okay, so I guess in closing, um, you know, one of, I mean, the purpose of the Garden Heart Collective, of the Garden Heart Podcast, is to equip women to cultivate abundant life from the inside out. Mm. Um, so the question I want to close with is, in what ways is God revealing the abundant life that he has for you um, in this season of your life? Oh, my goodness. You can talk as long as you want. <laughs> well, I'll try to keep it short. I'm not doing a good job at that. But, <laughs> no, it's um, good. I love, I love long podcasts. So you're fine. <laughs> I would say, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I'm 34. I don't have kids yet. I don't have my first house yet. Sure, I have all the degrees and certifications and all the things Mm -hmm. that the Achiever wanted. (laughs) But um, my life is not where I, you know, if you would have asked me when I was 16, I knew I'd be married with kids, Mm -hmm. having a house. By the time I was 26, I'd have my master's degree. I'd, you know, have all the things. And I don't. Yeah. And... But I have such an abundant life mm-hmm. because I have Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I feel like abundance is almost equivalent to joy for me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. Yeah. I think it's a it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's not because you have the fancy car or the shoes right. or the house. Right. Or the Instagram-worthy photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even experiences. Yeah. You know? Sometimes people think abundance is being able to take a vacation quarterly. And I don't... God has revealed that that's not it. Yep. You find abundance in me. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, when I compare feelings, like... Because I can easily... Maybe it's the meditation, the mindfulness. <laughs> I can easily put myself right back into an experience I've had. Yeah. And there has been no greater joy mm-hmm. than the day I gave my life to Jesus, mm-hmm. the day I got baptized, mm-hmm. and the days that people that I've discipled mm-hmm. told me that they gave their life to mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. Those have been like I get the chills. Yeah, I got yeah, God bumps right yeah, now. That's awesome. Because those that is like so Yeah. I would say that's how he's revealing it to me. No, I don't have the things that I thought I would have at this point in my life. Yeah. I'm not where I thought, you know, I think I should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I should all over myself all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> that's so funny. But no, God just reveals that I have everything in him yeah. and that's abundance yeah. because you could even, you can travel. I'm a big fan of traveling mm-hmm. as much as I can. And you see people with little to nothing mm-hmm. and they have such an abundant heart yeah. because they have faith. Yeah. And even like I reflect back on moments where I'm working with children with cancer and, they have such a 
abundance, like mm. just the mm-hmm. joy. Yeah. You know, they don't even have their health. Yeah. But you can still find abundance in Christ. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, I already asked you, but do you have anything else to share? <laughs> I, I should have asked this at the end. Okay, that's no, awesome. I think that's it. We yeah. covered a lot of really good we stuff. We did. Oh, my gosh. It was so <laughs> rich, so good. Well, thank you so much for joining. Um, I guess one more thing. Uh, how can our listeners follow you and okay. get connected with you? Yeah, so... Um, mm-hmm. Instagram, I'm at Rachel Sunley. So it's R-A-C-H-E-L-S-U-N-L-E-Y. That would be probably the easiest way mm-hmm. to connect with me. Um, you can always email me too. Um, I'm Rachel at rachelsunley.com. My website is transforming mm-hmm. into more of a blog. So mm-hmm. right now it's under construction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say reach out to me there and I'm serious when I say reach out to me mm. because I don't – I always have time. Yeah. You know, life can get busy, but yeah. for people, they need somewhere to turn. Right. And yeah. um, they can always reach out to me, even if it's just for direction on where to connect or plug in yeah. or um, different resources or books yeah. that have helped me along the way. Um, mm-hmm. Just here to help That's in awesome. any way that I can. Yeah, thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah. by and doing this. Thank it means you. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. And like Rachel said, if you need anything or you have questions for her, you know, especially regarding her areas of expertise, feel free to follow her on Instagram, reach out to her online. Like I said earlier, she is just so sweet and a gem of a woman, and she would be more than happy to help you or answer any of your questions. And also to remember, make sure to follow her, follow the Garden Heart Collective on Instagram and on Facebook, um, subscribe to our podcast, and drop us a rating. And also, if you know anyone who would really enjoy this episode, please share it with them. Um, We're just so excited to see that our community is growing and we're just so excited to see what God's going to do with the Garden Heart Collective as time goes on as well. So you're a part of it. You know, if you're listening to these podcasts, if you are following us online, you are a part of that community. And um, we're just so excited that you are choosing to listen, choosing to spend your time with us and um, all the things. We're just so grateful for you. So I hope you have a great Thanksgiving season and we will see you next time on the Garden Heart Podcast.